We're going to read now from Luke 24, um, verses 1 to 12. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away with the tomb, from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he is risen. Remember how he, remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and, on, and then on the third day be raised. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Lizzie and Joshua, for reading that passage for us. My name's Andrew. Let me add my welcome to you to Christchurch. Really exciting day, Easter Sunday. We're going to think about those words together now. And some of my friends have already been helping us to think about these words, to understand this true story from the Bible. Do you remember earlier, before the song, some people were up here at the front, and the boys and Aaron were, were about to fall into this water here. Can you remember what it was that that Erin said to prevent them from getting wet. She said, she said, stop, brilliant. Now, there's a stop sign on the screen. Let's do an action with our stop sign. Let's put our hand out like this. Let's say stop. Stop is the first word that's going to help us to understand what happened that very first Easter and why the tomb was empty. So we've done our stop sign. Now, this sounds a bit like the start to the Green Cross Code, doesn't it? Do you remember that? When you were learning how to cross a road. Uh, so you had those three words to remember. The first one is stop. What was the next one? Let's see if we're right. We've got stop. What's our next word? Ooh. Ah. Ah. I think I've... Have I made a spelling mistake? I have. Silly me. Um, how are we going to sort this out? I know, we need somebody from the north of England. Um, anyone from sort of the north of England? Anyone from Yorkshire? Yorkshire? Derek, how do you say, how do you say the word look, L-O-O-K, like we would? How do you say it in Yorkshire? Well, you say it as you say it in Welsh, look. Ah. <laughs> Hang on, stay, stay with me, Derek. How, how do they say it over the Pennines in Lancashire? Luke, perfect. I knew that would work. So we've just got to pretend we're from Lancashire. Stop, Luke. And instead of looking for our action, we're going to get our imaginary Bibles in our hands and our action's going to be to open it and to Luke in Luke's gospel. Okay, so we've got that. Stop, Luke. And then the next one's not a trick one. It is listen. Perfect. Stop, Luke, and listen. Let's do those actions together. Ready? Stop, Luke. 
And listen, hand on your ears. Excellent. Now, this is our special code for today. We'll call it the empty tomb code. It's going to help us to understand why the tomb was empty on that first Easter. So first of all, our first word is stop. To understand why Jesus' tomb was empty, first of all, we need to stop. Now, Erin and the boys were in danger of falling into the water. They would have got wet. But you know, before Jesus died on the cross, he told loads of people that he met that they were in danger too. He would go around telling people the good news about God's kingdom, but warning people too that they were in danger. He wanted people to stop and take their time to understand who Jesus really was. He would tell people about God's kingdom. He would tell people about how people had turned their backs on God. They were ignoring him, and they'd rejected God. They were sinning against him. They needed his forgiveness. Instead of trusting God in their lives, they put their trust in other things. And we too need to stop and think about these things because we do that to God too. Jesus also wanted people to stop looking to the things that they trusted in rather than trusting in God. He wants that for us too. When life gets really hard, when things go wrong, when we're upset or maybe when we do things wrong to other people, when sad things happen in the world like coronavirus and wars, when really sad things happen like when people die or when we lose somebody we really love or when we die one day. For all those really important, difficult things, we need an answer. We need something that makes sense of all the bad things in this world. We need someone who will give us a way through those bad things into something good that will last forever. Now, people look for the answers to all these questions in all sorts of places. So today, you might look to your Easter egg after lunch to stop you feeling a bit miserable, eat the egg and you'll feel happy. Or you might look to uh, a friend to stop you feeling lonely or your latest computer game to really give you something purposeful to do. Now, they're all good things, but they weren't designed to be the best thing. They weren't designed to be number one. They can't help us with all those really bad things in the world we were talking about and the bad inside each of us, the way we don't live up to the way we know we should behave. They can't give us something that will last forever. By the way, grown-ups do this too. We just look for bigger and better things like a better car or a better house or a better relationship and things like that. But when Jesus walked on this earth and when he talked with people, he said he was the answer to all these things. He was the answer to the problem of death itself. He was the way to enjoy peace with God, that by trusting him, people could have life forever, no matter what they'd done or how they had lived. That is really the best news ever. You know, some people listened to Jesus and started following him but many other people ignored him. So why today should we stop and listen to Jesus? Well, let's look to our second action now, to Luke, and see what we learn about Jesus in the empty tomb. So we've done stop, everyone stop. And what was our next one? Luke. We're going to look into Luke. Now, did you know Jesus rising from the dead is the most important thing that you can ever investigate. Did you know that? It's true. Do you know why? Because if you investigate it and you find out it's not true, if it really didn't happen, then 
well, we could all just go home now and start with the Easter eggs, couldn't we? We could just live life however we like to because it's not true that Jesus rose from the dead. It's not true that he said who he really, that he was who he said he was. He can't really be the answer to all of those big questions if he didn't rise again. He can't give us life forever if he doesn't have life. So this is really important. If we investigate it, if it's not true, then we might as well close church and say, go and do something else with life. But if it is true, if Jesus did rise from the dead, then this is the most important news ever because we all need to trust in him. So is it true? Well, let's look at the evidence. We can't literally go to the tomb because we're not allowed uh, alive 2,000 years ago. So we've got to trust in Luke. We've got to look with Luke's help. When he wasn't writing things down about Jesus, Luke was a doctor. He carefully investigated things about Jesus' life. And he tells us in the first verse of his gospel that he, he did that. He spoke to people who saw Jesus, eyewitnesses. And he wrote all this down properly and neatly for a friend of his so that he might know with certainty that these things were true. Now let's see what evidence Luke gives us for Jesus rising from the dead. Um, So you can look with me or listen again to Luke chapter 24, verse 1 that we read earlier. It says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. Now, that's interesting. Here we have some women who followed Jesus, who listened to Jesus. But, you know, they weren't expecting him to rise from the dead like this. They'd gone not thinking, we don't need the spices, we don't need all this stuff, Jesus is going to rise from the dead. They didn't expect that at all. They'd gone with all their bits and bobs to, to help uh, anoint a dead body, which was their custom at the time. Now, this is important. It shows us these women weren't the sort of silly sort of God-botherers that would believe anything. They didn't expect Jesus to die um, and rise again. They needed to be convinced of what was going on. Well, maybe, maybe they were looking in the wrong place. Maybe um, they had the wrong tomb. Uh, remember earlier, we thought um, maybe our, our folks up the front were looking in the wrong church. Well, maybe these women were looking in the wrong tomb. To help think about this some more, I need two volunteers now. I see some hands going up. Um, mums and dads, please be aware you can veto this volunteering. We are um, live on YouTube, so if you um, don't want your kids up the front, that's absolutely fine. Um, kids, you need your parents' permission for this. Um, Let's have Navon up you come and Quinn up you come. Thank you very much for volunteering. Give them a round of applause. You come and stand either side of me. One step only, one step only, one step only, one step only. That's great, 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 very good. Right, now, the two of you have to work together as a team, okay? So stick together for this challenge, right? Somewhere in this room, two Easter eggs are hiding. Not, not on the stage, but um, some, somewhere at ground level, okay, in this room. Now, you've got to go around together and see if you can find them. Okay? You got that? Right. Put this blindfold on. Put that over your eyes. Put that over yours. You can't see. Don't worry. You'll take it off in a minute. But we're going to help them, everybody. Okay? So, the rest of the people here, we're going to play a part in this. So, you've got your blindfolds on. You can't see anything good. So, for the benefit of the congregation here and the people watching at home, here's where the Easter eggs are hiding. Right, we all got that? Okay. So, let's hide that again. Okay, blindfolds off. Stay here, boys, for a sec. 
Now, we're going to help the boys. So they're going to walk around this room on the floor, ground level. And when, they get, when they're really far away from where the eggs are, we're going to keep really quiet. When they get a little bit closer, we'll do a sort of moderate cheer. Okay? And then when they get really close, we'll start making lots of noise, and we'll see if they can find the eggs. Okay? Maybe start down the middle here. You ready, boys? Off you go. Stay together, boys, stay together. People will get very confused if you don't. Up here, boys. Bring them up here. Bring them up here. Fantastic. One step. Excellent. Now, you reckon these are Easter eggs, do you? What makes you think that? Well, I don't really think it's an Easter egg because it's been turned over. Well, never mind about that. But <laughs> what, what clues do you think that this is an Easter egg? It's in wrapping it. It has the boxing around. has wrapping around it. Nice silver wrapping. It looks like an Looks like an egg shape. It's got the words Cadbury's cream egg on the front. Yeah. So you, you reckon you're in the right place to find an egg? You think? Yeah. You think there's going to be one in there? What do we think, everyone? Yeah, yeah I, I think you're probably right. Um, so you go and have a sit down now. Thank you very much. And um, you can investigate. Remember, after lunch, you can open that and see um, if re you really were looking in the right place for an egg. Now, in today's true story from the Bible, were the women looking in the right place? Our friends earlier thought they might have the wrong church. Now, did the women have the wrong tomb for Jesus? Let's have a look in Luke again. So just this time, a teeny bit above where our reading was, the last few lines of chapter 23, verse 55, it says, The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. So they'd seen where Jesus put, was put, his body. So did they have the right tomb? Yeah, they did. Yes, they were in the right place. And no, they weren't. They had got the right tomb, but they were in the wrong place to find someone who wasn't dead anymore. Back in chapter 24, let's listen or look again at verses 5 and 6. Remember the, the men in white who appeared to the women, and they said to them in verse 5, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He is risen. See, we're not going to find a risen Jesus in a tomb, are we? Tombs are for dead bodies. Jesus is alive. So we're not going to find him there. And you know, even though the tomb was empty and the women saw it, and even though Luke investigated it and wrote down the evidence for us, do you know, even today, still some people aren't convinced that Jesus rose from the dead. Imagine that. Lots of people in Jesus' day, and even today, they look at the evidence that Luke wrote down, and they say, no, 
I'm sorry, I'm still not convinced. There could be all sorts of reasons why that body wasn't there. By the way, if you've never looked into the evidence yourself, we'd love you to, uh, to read an account of Jesus' resurrection. You can have one of these Gospels of Luke or another one of the Gospels. Just speak to me afterwards. We'd love to help you do that. But do you know, we need one more piece of our puzzle today to help us be convinced that Jesus really is the Son of God, that he really died and rose again, that he's the one who's able to rescue us from our sin and give us eternal life. We need to stop, don't we? We need to stop, think about where our lives are going, what we're trusting in. We need to look at the evidence, and we need to listen. Now, remember Peter in the drama. He was having a snooze, wasn't he? And then uh, Aaron, Cameron, and Reuben woke him up with their report of what was going on in Christchurch. He thought it was nonsense at first, didn't he? We could tell that. But then he came and had a look, but he still didn't quite get what was going on. Let's see what the real Peter did that first Easter Sunday. So look with me again, Luke chapter 24. This time we're in verse 12. It says, Peter ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Peter left, wondering, wondering. And you know, the women who went to the tomb first, they were wondering too. Did you spot that? Up in verse 4, it says, while they were wondering. But the women didn't stay wondering for very long because some men in white appeared and reminded them of all that Jesus had said. The women listened to these men, and verse 8, it says, the women remembered Jesus' words. Now, to help us think some more about why we should listen to Jesus and his words, I need two more volunteers. Yeah, I thought there'd be more hands this time. (laughs) Come on, then. Jess, and any other hands over there? Let's have... We had two boys before, didn't we? So let's have... um, Yes, it's Emily. Fantastic. Now, um, in fact, girls, you've got to follow me very carefully. We're going to go on a little journey, and we're just going to go up here. Don't go to the water. Go via via the cross. Always good instruction. And you can stand right back against the wall, one either side of me. That's it. Um, and I need a third volunteer. Now, um, to be this volunteer, um, you've got to be quite tall, and you've got to have um, a name of David Rydell. So um, <laughs> there we go. We've got one of those. Excellent. Uh, David, you're going to stand over there by the L. Um, okay. So we've got Jess and Emily here. Is that right? Have I got that right? Excellent. All you have to do is answer a few easy questions. Okay. Really easy questions. Right. First question. Who is going to win the FA Cup semi-final between Chelsea and Crystal Palace? Palace! Do you know? No? Do you know? No? Okay. Let's let's get another question. After that, who's going to win the final? No? Any idea? Okay. Let's just cut straight to next season's Champions League. Who's going to win that? Any idea? God, people come out with all sorts of answers, don't they, to these questions. But, now last question. You're wondering why David's here, aren't you? So, in a minute, David is going to do something, okay? Look at him carefully. He's going to do something. But before he does something, 
I'd like you to tell me what it is he's going to do. Do you think you can do that? Have a little think for yourself, okay? And then you're going to each give me an answer, and we're going to see which one we, we think is the best answer. Right, Jess, what do you think David's going to do? Jump in the pool, that's a good guess. The, the, um, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, Emily, what do you think? I think he's going to baptise someone. You think he's going to baptise someone in the pool? Well, remember, the crucial word was next in this, um, this instruction. So what's David's going to do next? He, um, so votes for jump in the pool. Yes. Yes. Votes for baptise someone. <laughs> okay. Let the moment of truth. Let's see what David's going to do. Oh. <laughs> What's he doing? He's eating a banana. How many of us had that written down? None of us at all, did we? Thank you very much, David. Thank you very much, girls. Backfire the cross. Thank you. You're going to have a sit down. In fact, um, David, sit down. Girls, you stay here for a sec because you did so well guessing that I think I'm going to find you an egg each as well. So happy Easter. Remember, eat your lunch first. Go and have a little sit down. Well, we didn't manage to predict what David was going to do, did we? Absolutely none of us did. Now, here's the reason we should listen to Jesus and trust that he died for our sins and rose again. Because Jesus was able to say several times, a long time in advance and in great detail, what was going to happen to him. Not just what he was going to do, but what other people were going to do to him. So look or listen to what the men in white say in the middle of verse 6. They say, remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Wow, Jesus knew this was all going to happen. And it happened just as he said it would. We can't predict things like that, can we? We don't know the end of life from the beginning. Only God can do this. Only God knows these things. So the Jesus who died and rose again knew those things. So he is God. He's fully God. And he was fully a man as well. Because of this, he could say everything that was going to happen to him. And it did happen. And because of this, his dying for people's sin and his rising again to give us new life, well, it really works. It really does pay for our sin. It really does give us eternal life. So, do you know, we don't need more evidence. Luke and others have given us plenty of evidence. But we do need to listen to Jesus, to take him at his word, to turn around from trusting in other things and turn to Jesus, saying sorry to God for the times we've turned our backs on him, we've rejected him, we've sinned against him and against other people, and turning from those things that we trust in to trusting Jesus, the one who, who died once for all our sin, the one who rose again to give us new life. We need to trust and believe that he did that for us. So when we look at the world today, there's all sorts of stuff going on that we can't make sense of, isn't there? People live, people die, bad things happen. There's suffering, there's pain, there's people doing terrible things. Even we know we're not as good as we want to be. 
And while we wonder about these things, it is the teaching of Jesus that shows us the true meaning of life, why we're here, what's wrong with the world, and where we're going. The only thing that makes sense of it all is the teaching of Jesus. So we should stop, Luke, and listen. And do you know what they used to say of the old Green Cross crowd? That if you did all those things and got to the other side, there was another word. Stop, Luke, listen, and live was the word. And that's true for what we've been saying today. If we want to find true life, eternal life, this is the way to it. To find freedom, forgiveness, a fresh start by God's grace. We're going to stop trusting in the things that we, we know can't rescue us from these deeper things. We're going to look at the evidence for Jesus' life, his death and resurrection. And we're going to listen to the amazing life-giving words of Jesus, who knows the end from the beginning. I wonder what stage you're at. We'd love to help you if you're somebody who would like to look into these things some more. Um, If you're uh, under 18, we run um, groups every week for children and youth uh, where we open the Bible together and look into these things. Uh, We'd love to tell you about those. If you're a grown-up, today you can walk away with one of these Luke's Gospels if you'd like to and read some more for yourself. Or maybe you realize that these things are true for the very first time. Or, Or maybe you're beginning to realize that, but you've also got some questions. We regularly run uh, small discussion groups at Christchurch to help uh, people chat about those things together. If you're interested in finding out when the next one of those is, then on your way out, you'll see one of these blue uh, Next Steps cards. If you just uh, put your name and details on the back and put it in the box, uh, we'll be in touch. Uh, You can also find this on our website if you'd prefer to fill it online at home. Stop, Luke, listen, and live. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to sing. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much that Luke wrote down all these truths for us, that we might know Jesus really died, he really rose, and he can really give us life. Help us to trust the words of Jesus, to look at the evidence, and to come to know this eternal life that he offers. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.